Welcome to Fargo Talks Fargo, an unofficial podcast on the FX television show. Fargo Talks Fargo is hosted by me, Bill Lempe, and my buddy Sharpie. Sponsors for this season of Fargo Talks Fargo are TAG, celebrating Fargo and the Midwest community through t-shirts, art, and graphics. For more information, visit tagfargo.com. And Fargo Brewing Company's Wood Chipper India Pale Ale with its bold hop flavor and velvety body. Grab a pint or visit them online at fargobrewing.com. Well, tonight we're really excited to have uh, a special guest on our show. Tom Musgrave joins us. You probably know Tom as Bo Monk from Fargo. Tom is, uh, Tom, how you doing? I'm fantastic. I'm going to put my pants on real quick here. Okay. There we go. Okay. It was, sounding, it was sounding breezy. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was, it was. So, uh, Tom, you, you, correct me if I'm wrong here, because I know they got it wrong in the paper here when you were here, but you're from Valley, you're from Valley City. I sure as heck am. I am from Valley City. I've been to Fergus Falls like once or twice. I think it was some sort of court thing. It's a county seat, I believe, of some county in Minnesota. But um, yeah, no, Valley City, North Dakota. I uh, I haven't produced the segment yet, but I went to Valley City today, like man on no the street, way. and I was like, can I talk to you about Tom Musgrave? Wow, you're really <laughs> taking this seriously, Bill. I got, I got so many hands in the face. They're like, no, <laughs> respect Tom's privacy, dick. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, but my name's Bill. Yeah. Yeah, those are my peeps. No, I did. I'm not joking. I went to Valley City today. Are you serious? I shit you not. Where, where'd you go? Uh, I went to visit my friend who lives there with his lovely wife. And uh, rock on. And did you get did you get any uh, pizza corn or pizza? <laughs> I don't think we could talk about this on air. No, we didn't. Uh, we ended up going to the Mexican restaurant that evidently recently was in oh, a yeah, small it's house new or something. Yeah, and but now it has merged with another restaurant that's basically like the hometown Perkins. Uh, it's like out on the end of town, kind of on the oh, end of town. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I think it used to be called Kenny's Family Restaurant. When I was real young, it was called. Um, oh boy, I'm not going to remember that. Kit, uh, Country Kitchen. And then it was Kenny's family's re- Kenny's family restaurant, and then I don't know what it was after that. Well, okay, so it's still it's like a combination Kenny's slash Mexican restaurant. So you open up the menu, and it's uh, so North Dakota. Well, should like, I have the like mozzarella sticks and sausage, and... or should I go with this carne this asada, wet burrito? Yeah. Ooh. My favorite part was that like so many things had the words in parentheses, not spicy. <laughs> Yeah, you gotta you gotta warn folks. They yeah. get a little upset. But you 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 moved on from Valley City. You came to the big city of Moorhead, which for those of you don't don't know, Fargo has a sister city directly across the river called Moorhead. I did, but I did live in Fargo and went to school in Moorhead. So yeah. I was crossing the river every day. I was I was a bi state guy. You were you were eating at the Chinese King House buffet with all the mob bosses and the crime syndicates. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I was actually living on top of the bison turf for a while. No way. On uh, university right by North Dakota State there and uh, going Man. to Moorhead State. So it was a uh, it was a weird schizophrenic life. I, How many burgers did you eat there? <laughs> uh, I smelled burgers and my clothes smelled like burgers because we lived on top. So I, I actually did not eat a lot of their food. <laughs> did you just wring your clothes out? I drank a lot of their beer, but yeah, yeah, I was, no, I wasn't. <laughs> I smelled their food day in and day out. So it wasn't really uh, something that was uh, appetizing to me. But they had a good, good couple di- dart, bur- dart boards, so. Yeah, they did. I don't go in there a lot. I was uh I was a I was a Lowerman's man myself. Mm, mm-hmm. I love so. Lowerman's. The C B classic, if I remember. 
Yes. You guys wow. remember the CB Classic with uh, that? That thing was awesome with the French dressing, I believe. I think uh, I'm not gonna lie. Sharpie's younger than us, and I think it was already um, gone oh, by the time Sharpie you was missed out. Dude. So, what year did you finish at MSUM? Uh, just last year. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> Come on now. I, I don't. I don't talk years, man. Oh, I'm sorry. You're in know, California. Nobody's. Hard. Everybody's young, right? <laughs> I couldn't in LA, even... that's 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 a that's a uh, career ender. You know, you just you. They say, "How old are you?" you say, "Well, how old do I look?" I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't even when you were in town. I couldn't even see where the sutures were. At all. <laughs> right. Not right. at all. Your right. your face was as taut as I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say well, something I'm, terrible I'm right more there. Organic than that type of stuff. It's a lot of seaweed and uh, urine. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. So, how long have you been out in LA, Tom? Um, let's see here. Uh, 10 years. Sorry, I'm eating almonds. I'll stop that. Uh, I've been here for about 10 years. Drink, okay. drink beer, Tom. Okay. That's what we're doing. Oh, okay. Thanks. Um, when did sort of the opportunity to audition for Fargo begin for you? How long ago was that? Well, let's see here. Um, uh, Okay, so back in like April or May, I believe it was April, my manager um, alerted me to the uh, the happenings, the brewings of a TV show called Fargo coming up based sort of on the movie. And we tried to get in, tried to get in, tried to get in. As you can see by the cast list, it was a bit difficult to get in that sure. casting room. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so my manager, who is absolutely wonderful, Lisa Blumenthal, uh, kept on it. And um, in June, funny enough, uh, Rachel Tenner, the casting director, whom I love, um, finally said, all right, at least bring him in. Well, the funny thing is, I was in Fargo that week. I was in Fargo, North Dakota the week. They said, yeah, bring him in. We'll read him. So my manager was able to say, well, he's in Fargo right now. (laughs) So uh, I think that was sort of interesting to them. And uh, she said, okay, well, you know what? Bring him in next week. And that was in June. Uh, of this year, 2000, okay. what is it? 2000, yeah, it's or 2013. Yeah. And um, yeah, so that's when this whole thing kind of started for us. So when you auditioned, were you auditioning specifically for the role of Bo Monk, or were you just, was it kind of more of a general audition and you didn't know what role? Did you like try multiple parts? Right, funny enough, uh, I went in, uh, they read me for uh, Bob Odenkirk's part of uh, Bill Oswald. Okay. Oh, and um yeah and they sent us two scenes um i think it's the first i'm trying to think now back in the episodes i think it's in s- episode two uh the first one was uh the hubba bubba what's that gum what's that gum yep. again yeah grape juice you know yeah what's that grape gum ah oh, geez what is that you know um where molly's trying to uh get the scoop sure. here Sure. And uh, Bob, uh, Bill, the character Bill, is just kind of being an idiot. But anyhow, so they had that one and the one where Bill um, tells her she's off the case. You know, you got to toe the line, you know, toe the line here. And geez, you know. Um, so the funny thing. So I came in there. The funny thing. I always say that. The funny, <laughs> as, if, as if there's one funny thing and now it has to be funny. And interesting <laughs> thing about that um, is that... Um, I went in there, and Rachel was like, all right, I know you have two scenes, um, but we're just going to have you read one. Oh, sure. And that happens all the time. So can you tell us a little bit about that experience of when you're in there? Like, how many people are 
how many people are in there looking at you or watching you? Are you there with other actors or, or are they outside the room? Most definitely. So I, I walked in, I walked in there with the, uh, the accent, didn't ever, uh, drop it. I uh, walked in with naivete with the, uh, North Dakota nice, the Minnesota nice. And, um, uh, she said, all right, we're just going to read the one scene. And I was like, sure, no problem. Oh, geez, you got a camera here. Great. Okay. Awesome. Um, Hey, thanks Skype for sucking balls. Uh, we lost Tom and Sharpie <laughs> through some lag. We're back, and I may edit this out. I say that every week, and then I edit it out. But this week, I may actually leave it just so people understand how Skype sucks for this. Leave it in. Yeah. Boom, unedited. Oh. So Sharpie had asked you a little bit about like when you were in reading for that, and he was asking like just to tell us a little bit about what that's like when you're in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the idea of, of going in for these auditions. Um, so Rachel called us in. Finally, we got in the room, or we were allowed in the room. Uh, she sent me two, the two scenes, and uh, when I walked in the room, she said, "All right, we're just going to read the one, if that's all right." But I walked in with the naivete and the uh, the accent, never dropped any of that. Um, started in on it, and uh, she kind of, <laughs> you could tell there was kind of a wry smile coming up as I was uh, going through it. And uh, we got done with that scene, and um, she said, "Hold on a second. Do you mind? I just, I just gotta, I gotta do something uh, in the office." Of course, she put it a lot more official than any of that. But I was like, "Sure, no problem. Yeah, okay, great. I'll just sit here." And uh, she walked out, <laughs> and I guess she was uh, just kind of marking down, "Yeah, we have a guy here that might uh, be something." And what felt like an hour, but I'm sure it was only five minutes. She came back in and. Interestingly enough, she said, "Do you mind if I hear the second scene?" Which I thought was funny that she said, "Here." Yeah, and uh, I said, uh, "Yeah, yeah, of course." And I dropped a little bit of the naivete because first, when I walked in, you know, I was like, "Oh, geez, you got a camera here and a chair. Okay, what do you want me to? Are we just talking to you? How are we doing this?" And then when she asked for the second scene, I said, "Okay, you mind if I? Uh, I'm going to enter the scene here from the side, and then I'm going to exit." And she said, yeah, all right. And so we did the second scene. And um, after that is when she started just kind of asking me questions about Fargo, about North Dakota. And my favorite question was, uh, what's the emotional? Because she said, you are from North Dakota, right? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And she said, what's the emotional life of a North Dakotan like? And <laughs> that's pretty much what I gave her the old Oh, geez. Uh, well, you know, it's pushed down real deep inside. Um, we don't show you too much. Um, you know, it's kind of not a lot of talk. There's just an understanding there, you know, kind of thing. Uh, you hear about Bill? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. See, yeah. I think that being from... Um you know, being from the area that where you're auditioning, mm-hmm. like how, I think that makes it like extra difficult because mm. you are going into audition for somebody that you kind of are already. I mean, not yes. or somebody you know. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you already know and somebody who's like that. Finding that fine line between going too far and. I, I just think that that would be extra difficult because you'd you'd want to like enhance those accents but you already kind of have them so you could just go in there and start talking and that would be your audition but you're kind of aware of that and so you might want to take it a little too far i think finding that balance would be extra difficult for you over over top of some of the others 
I hear you, man. Well, one thing that in my life that I've understand is KISS. K-I-S-S. Keep it simple, stupid. Uh, right. And um, so when I thought about, you know, what, how am I going to attack this? What, what's my process on this? A lot of what you said is true. I just said, it's in your bones. Don't force anything. Right. But I also kind of said, all right, take the accent with a little bit of steroids here, you know? Don't, sure. don't, don't, don't lay off it too much, you know, push it to the front of the mouth and close those vowels and uh, let it ride. See what happens there. <laughs> and don't ever let up, you know, even if she's <laughs> talking to you about, did you get uh, parking? Is that all right? You say, yeah, sure. It's great. Thanks. Thanks uh, a lot. Do you, uh, yeah. Do you, do you validate? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, I think it hopefully well whatever it doesn't matter i got the role um but in this case um a lot of times is you know especially tv film a lot different than theater you know they they want you to be that person they don't want to they want to see it right away they want to know that there's that that essence there and so not dropping any of that accent and not dropping the naivete and not dropping the uh just the minnesota nice the north dakota nice uh, yeah, i think yeah. helped so at what point did you get the call and they said you got the part? How long after that audition was that? Do you do you remember? Well, so we went in, or we. I would say we, but that, that's how I think about it. We're together mm-hmm. with you there, Tom. Your team. What's that? North oh, Dakota, sorry, yeah. PPR North, here. North Dakota's rooting for you. It's because we're yeah. all together here. You know, you're one of us. <laughs> we we <laughs> believe in you, son. <laughs> um. So um, went in there and... Um, in June, right? And then we waited for freaking ever, 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 ever. And we, I thought, I thought it went great. You know, didn't hear anything, didn't hear mm-hmm. anything. And then Lisa, I finally asked her, you know, do you want to just check in, you know, see, see what's going on, see if they moved on or, you know, what they thought. And she's like, yeah, sure. We were kind of puzzled. And so she did about a month later and they're like, no, 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 we love him. We love him. We love him. But he's just too young for that role. And uh, we're trying sure. to find a role for him. And so that was great to hear. And yeah. then, um, so I think it was then in August. So first went in in June. And then uh, August, uh, they called us back in. And then Noah Hawley was in the room. Uh, the, uh, the, the mastermind, the Mr. Sure. It writer, the everything. And Warren Littlefield, the, uh, another exec producer, was in the room. And Rachel Tenner, of course, the casting director. And um, so they they brought me in for the role of Bo Monk. And uh, Bo Monk was written as a 60-year-old 60, 60 uh, guy. And they were looking at it and they said, no, maybe, maybe we can put Tom here. So it was kind of really, I was a lucky guy that they, I think they wanted me in trying to go, you know, where does he fit? Where can we put him in this world? And uh, they decided like- to make Bo Monk younger. I like how they played that then because if he was originally cast to be like or portrayed to be a 60-year-old guy, yeah. I like how they played it in the show because in the scene in the insurance agency, there's ads everywhere that say Bo Monk, you know, BMI, Bo Monk, Bo Monk, Bo Monk, all kinds of posters and ads. And that seems to be like something more of a young guy would do, you know. He's I like, agree. Trying to, he's trying to get out there, advertise, you know, use social media and stuff like that. He'd be on you know, top of those kinds of things. Whereas a sixty-year-old sort of curmudgeon from Fargo is probably going to, yeah, you know, stick to the yellow pages. Bemidji, but yeah, 
Well, or, plus yeah, the right. other thing that works, I think that works too about that as having him be younger like that is that, you know, Lester is, a, you know, a failure in so many people's eyes. And for him to be yes. working for a younger guy is just one more, one more slight against him that life has just dealt him like one more. Yeah, I, exactly. I totally agree. I think it's kind of a, like it fell into their lap that way. I think that's pretty neat. It shows another, another just sad, pathetic side of Lester. Hey, Lester, have a, ha, hey, Lester, have another shit sandwich. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and, and honestly, Beaumont could give a crap about, you know, Lester's He's, problems. Oh, all right, then whatever. He seems pretty happy to hand off his work to somebody else. Oh, man. Anything to get Beaumont away from Gina Hess. Anything. Anything. <laughs> Please, God. You know, I got a dentist thing here. So, uh, yeah, I, I love that, too. I, so Beaumont is scared of breasts, is what you're telling me. <laughs> I'm going to digress. <laughs> Not Tom well. Musgrave. Just, well, <laughs> your character is yes. uh is is uh, uh, no is, Bo, i'll tell you something bo monk's a lone wolf he's not he's not afraid <laughs> of breath he's not <laughs> he just hasn't found lauren yet so they can exactly. make their so they can get their wolf yeah. their wolf exactly. their wolf pack exactly <laughs> oh that's fantastic uh, so, i i don't imagine you bumped into bob odenkirk as you were auditioning for bill oswald then <laughs> no no <laughs> no we didn't we weren't sitting in the waiting room together okay oh you're reading <laughs> You're reading for Bill too. Yeah, me too. <laughs> you you want to like, hit uh, hit a coffee after this? No. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah. never mind. So, Mr. Show, how'd that go for you? <laughs> <laughs> I love Mr. Show. By I the way. loved Mr. Show, man. So, were you when you were when you were filming up there? I'm not going to get into the whole because I know you were here and you answered all sorts of questions like, "How cold was it up there?" And it's like, Jesus, Fargo, <laughs> you're you're fucking from here. You know, it's cold as shit there too. Yeah, yeah, it was cold, but it it wasn't. It was different. It was really different, though. Honestly, um, because everyone's um, nicer in Canada. Well, well, they have mountains. Yeah, and um, oh, there's sure. a thing called a Chinook that I knew nothing about. You're looking at the mountains, right, and you're cold as hell, and it's you know, well, God, they always go in Celsius, which screwed me up. That's another story. But um, uh, you know, you're like, uh, let's say you're in the just the, the teens or the the aughts, and uh, you see the clouds forming this huge line right over the right over the mountains. And yeah. back in Valley City, we had no mountains, so <laughs> this is something that was new to me. And behind it is clear skies, or it's the opposite way. And I would say when so then they roll, it just rolls in, and within an hour, you've warmed up about forty degrees, and you saw it coming, like you yeah. saw it as a line over the mountains. That was amazing to me. And that was a Chinook. So how long were you? I mean, like. In terms, I mean, I know, I know there was a lot of them who were like on set and had other right. stuff going on longer. Um, how long were you actually up there in Calgary? For the first two episodes, I was up there for about, I think it was like thirteen days. Yeah, about two weeks. Oh, so you you, you, were, you were up, did some filming, and then went back home for a while, and then back up. That's right. That's right. And then um, it was pretty much so. It was about thirteen days. That first two episodes, we we shot them in blocks of two. So five blocks of two, episode one, episode two, and each block had a different director. Yeah, yeah. And um, so blocks of two. So the first block, I was out there for 13 days. The second block, I was only out there for three or four. Third block, I was not out there. And then the fourth block, yeah, three or four days. Nice. So if you add that up, that's what, uh, 537.2 <laughs> or something like that? I got a really pressing question for you. <laughs> okay. 
So uh, you were here in Fargo. Yeah. We talked about it on uh, on on a, some past episodes that you were here. I just okay. I just really I really need to know if you uh did you ever make the uh corned beef salad? What's corned beef salad? <laughs> Don't you remember the girl the girl gave you the the girl the girl the girl gave you the jello box with the recipe on oh it? Oh my god. Hey, here's here's a Fargo for you. So I was I was still I was still there for that. I was on the other side of the theater from that gal, and okay. I just I remember laughing my ass off about the corned beef salad thing. So Dude, I seriously, did you see me like I started reading the ingredients. And I, I'm like, whoa, there's you, just no way. What? And uh, I, this is how Fargo is big, but not big in so many ways. And with within like yeah. one or two yeah. one or two asks, a woman who I have no idea who she is, I within within like. 30 minutes, I'm having a Facebook chat with her, and she sent me the recipe. No way. Yeah. So if you lost that, I'd be more than Great. No, I actually gave them to my mom. There's one for a shrimp salad I got, too, that sounds supremely disgusting. Me, I think she gave me three, right? Yeah. Three boxes of Jello with um, different recipes on it, which I thought, honestly, I mean, I'm sorry, I just, I, I, I didn't want to put it in the... the the suitcase and all that stuff, and yeah. I wasn't gonna make it. I'm I okay. just there's no way in God's green earth. But <laughs> I gave it to my mom. I thought it was really thoughtful and really pretty inventive. I I, I, I dug it. I dug it. What I found is she had a party beforehand, oh. and they like got hot dishes and they did show? well. So the, and that was her like party favors. She got oh, this wow. like really cool old cookbook from Lake Park's Lutheran Church, Lake Park, Minnesota. And, oh, yeah. and and that those were her party favors, and she like gave the the, the re- leftovers to you. Oof, Martha. Yeah, corned beef, a Jello salad. I just dude, I it know. was like so so when we were hanging out, Martin, <laughs> Martin Freeman, Martin, uh, name dropping. Did you drop something, Tom? Yeah, boom, <laughs> just drop that. Uh, Martin, Martin was asking me about this stuff. He's like, "Is this really true?" I'm like, "Yeah, man, it's church basement stuff." That's what I said. I was like, "Dude, it is church." and stuff and uh so you know we started talking about that it was it was actually really fun to uh you know give the dish about what it is to be a north dakotan to him it was um because you start to recount and you can't believe some of the shit that you've you're saying you're like yeah we do this yeah we put mayo in that i know (laughs) and we call it a salad what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. gross, right? Mayo and everything. My, All white, yeah, everything in North Carolina. We have this do we have this thing called a snicker salad in my family? There is nothing salad about that thing. Dude, tell me about it. I it's I like go to. it's candy bars <laughs> and whipped cream and who knows what. And that's what our, our holidays salad, are like. Yes. I just I it Well, there's fruit in it. That's not not the one say. we have. Not the one we have. And it's <laughs> funny because you don't. I never. You don't think about it. But then when you start to recount it to somebody who's not from here, you you see you see the. Um, it sounds oh, crazy. Uh, how do I put it? The lunacy in it. <laughs> oh, like, absolutely. Really? And he was when asking. Go, he's like, "How would you call that a salad? I have no idea, Martin. I don't know." When I go home for the holidays, it's like six different, and I'm doing air quotes here, salads. And then, like, some ham or some turkey. And all the salads are mostly white. Yeah. And that's either mayonnaise or whipped cream. <laughs> it's not whipped cream. It's, it's not whipped cream. It's did, Cool Whip. 
Cool, oh, yeah, cool whip. Yeah. Cool yeah, whip. Cool whip, yeah. Whip. Did you guys do the uh, the jello <laughs> salads? Now that's oh, yes. salad at least two of them have carrots jello. in there. Just like just staring you in the face, like just solidified and just peeking out like they know this is hell for them too. Sometimes we'll go a little bit ethnic and we'll do like <laughs> a taco salad, which is which, yeah. which, which yeah. replaces the sour cream, you know, for the yeah. mayonnaise and then adds in some black olives, some lettuce yeah. and some cheese. Yeah. And the base is, <laughs> and the base is Doritos. Yeah. Oh. That's what, because That's by the way, ethnic. a lot of Mexican dishes start with Doritos. <laughs> oh, big time, big time. When I go, when I cross the border here in California, it's all about Doritos. They can't get enough. Yeah. <laughs> Just Dorito stands on every street corner. <laughs> exactly, Dorito stand after Dorito stand. Hey, you want to go to the Taqueria? Get Taqueria and get some uh, Doritos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She makes the best Doritos over there. <laughs> Don't go to that lady. She's, her Doritos aren't as good as that lady. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's got that orange powder fine tune. <laughs> yeah, and I remember as a kid, the first time I saw that like taco salad thing, I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. It was like a five layer type of deal. Yeah, oh, that was man. the coolest thing ever. They didn't put any of that on the show, did they? No, and my grandpa pretty much just stared at it and got mad, you know. So oh. <laughs> what he's chewing on his venison stick. What so, is this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm gonna st- I'm gonna steer us back to the show just for a minute. <laughs> Sorry about <laughs> just, that. No, no, no. We love the rant. We totally love rant. Good. I'm the more Good. we talk, the more I'm like I'm gonna release this as its own Fargo talks Fargo special. Awesome, awesome. It's gonna be called we- reminiscing about North Dakota. Yeah, let's put it on a 48. Yes, we'll press this thing. We'll only make like 50 of them. Yep. Now, now that I redirect. Oh, I forgot my question. So when you guys when you guys were talking about this, and obviously you know people are around. Uh, the shooting and I just I'm always curious when there's a show like this that has so many like deep things hidden beneath the surface. I mean, I think the show it, you can you know I've I've talked to people who listen to our podcast and like man you guys you're going deep catalog on this stuff. I mean it, it they they just don't they sure. don't disagree with us but they don't they just that's not how they watch TV. And I said I don't watch all my TV that way either. I just also don't have a podcast about every TV show I watch. <laughs> right. And but I but I said, you know, but it's there. I mean, it's there you in know, every, you guys, it's there by in the, the show way, title. You do like a full house type of thing. Like with Uncle Jesse and the Rippers? Yeah, or? yeah, that'd be yeah, I think it'd be a hit. Anyhow, but, I'm sorry. But I mean I'm I'm always curious when you've got when you when you've got like I'm I'm kind of like considering this. Now. I'm like, hold yeah, on, let's on, Jerry. watching from the first episode. Yeah. 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 But you know, I mean, what was Kitty really thinking this time? Right, exactly. What is really actually going on between Uncle Jesse and Uncle uh, the Funny Guy, Joey Gladstone? Good. Joey, Joey, <laughs> nice man. You know too much. All uh, right, cut it out. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. What? What now? Uh, I was just curious, like how much direction there is or discussion even amongst people who've got. I mean, I'm sure right. they only get. I mean, you didn't get like every script, so you saw right. your part, so you don't always know the whole story either. Um, what they did for me, script-wise, they sent me the first five. And then after that, um, uh, any, any episode I was in, they just sent me the sides. And they, there was, <clears throat> it was really interesting. There was really no, you know, it's not like theater. There's no, there's no well, here's what we're thinking, da 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 But the writing, it's so freaking good. It's just, it's just there. And... It, I think it helps to have like a North Dakota vibe to it, just the stoicism and the simplicity 
and the uh, Aji's oh, here we go. But yeah, there was no real, yeah, there's not a lot of conversation about how you're going to play something or what's going on underneath. But, you, you know, the directors would kind of, um, I don't know, it, they let it breathe. Let's just say yeah, that. Yeah. There was a lot of letting it breathe and discovering together and then going, oh, so each of our discovery kind of piled on top of the others. Noah's right. writing is so good that you just kind of went with it and then somebody else would maybe have an idea and then you'd talk very briefly about it. Try this, try that. What if this? But that's about it. I mean, it really, as deep as it really is, we we kept it simple. Was and there I think a, that's so, the beauty of it. So here, I got to follow that real quick, Sharpie. I see sure. you. Uh, uh, I, I, my my kind of curiosity of, um, amongst that whole thing, and there you go, Tom. Nice work. Rip in. Oh, you like that? Yeah, we do. Uh, we yeah, we're well on our way here. Um, sure. I'm just curious about the the idea that there's so many like hidden religious and uh, uh, like philosophical and parables, yeah. and were there ever any, at least that you heard, discussions about that? Like, hey, this is this is part of the the undercurrent, the tone of what I'm setting here is that um, this, you know, I'm just curious, you know, I mean, the crocodile, I mean, this is what we've been talking about on our season is we've been dissecting yeah. all these pieces. And I mean, don't, seriously, it's Tom, we're nuts. I've been writing down license plate numbers. Here, can you clear this up? Do you know anything about license plate numbers and why there were eight on every license plate and why every one of them well, had an I and a Q on it? No, he can't tell me the answer probably. Or right, can you just exactly. or you can't, can't talk anything yeah. about that. Don't, don't sidetrack him to the like uh, away from the, the the major question. And I'm just going to kind of add on to because my next question was basically what you're saying is that um Tom Bill and I we're seeing the final production and so we're seeing a lot of the details and stuff that's added afterwards um that sort of enhance those parables and the and a lot of the nods to previous Coen Brother works and stuff like that. We're seeing that all, you know, we're seeing the final product. When you're in production, are you aware? Are those things as yeah aware um, to the actors noticeable? So when we're okay, so we're done shooting and we're all have, hanging out, having beers, talking or what whatnot. No, not <laughs> not a damn thing. Um, we when we're when we're when we're though in our hotel room doing our little you know homework and whatnot and getting ready, um, yeah, there's some thought to it, but we're not okay because like each character doesn't talk about it, right? You know, oh, like sure, sure. on screen or so. No, there's there's not really a lot of like, what does this mean? What does this mean? Now, maybe at the mm -hmm. end, like you're saying, after production, all that. But no, we're not doing Bible study as if the script is <laughs> okay, okay. Word and whatnot. Not at all. What we're trying to do, because we have a job, and our job is different than what your guys' job is. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Our job is to go, what do I want? How do I get it? Um, what am I doing here? That's my job as an actor. Yeah. You know? So we leave it at that. We really do. And that's the beautiful thing about acting um i remember um oh eddie vetter uh pearl jam jeremy somebody asked him well what does it mean does it mean this does it mean that and he said it means whatever you think it means yeah I remember and that's that. kind of the idea it the, so my job as an actor you know like what does bull mean here well you know and my character is not 
actually as at all in depth as a lot of, but it means what it what you think it means that's what it means so that's interesting because um you hear a lot of interviews with actors and a lot of times they say that they don't watch their own work so if they don't do that and that will be a question towards you uh do you watch your own work but if they don't then do you feel like you'd be missing out on a lot of that stuff that like that you know, get, gets more illustrated in the final product that you might not have known was going on? Well, obviously, each to their own. I know P- Paul Giamatti does not at all, and there's lots of guys who do not. Um, at this at this point in my career, yeah, I have no, not no problem. It is weird to watch your own stuff sure. because it feels different coming out of you than it does when you watch it. But I love the story, and like I said, I only got to read one through five, so I'm terribly intrigued as to what happens as well um but i i don't i don't have a a huge uh, issue watching myself and um yeah i i think i'm in a different seat now i'm a viewer rather than the actor so yeah i'm i'm excited about it i guess as a viewer right now so that's that's a little bit different i don't think i answered the second part of your question what was it again uh, it was something about Sharpie. Something about, Sharpie like, lives in Colorado. He already forgot. Was that what, <laughs> well, it was, it was something about like like the things you guys were talking about. Maybe do I think about that? I, I really don't because I'm not right. as smart as right. you guys. No, I don't that? know. I don't know if that's true. I mean, I'm just I'm just saying I'm I'm very curious when there's I mean even um like two two episodes ago on Mad Men there was a bunch of scenes in there that were like straight up Kubrick shit going uh-huh. on and i mean and i i get it yeah i mean you guys obviously won't see some of that because it's like it's editing it's it's like post-production but i'm just talking like overall script and obviously you only had so much you could see seeing as you got the first five and right. i'm just i just always wonder if anyone ever says hey like somebody like noah who writes all this and is like wicked smart and yeah, yeah <laughs> and, and i just curious if you and you said he was there a lot i was just curious if he's like okay here's the deal I need you to understand this about this scene. Um, nope. None of that. Wow, that's crazy. I'm just like, I'm blown, I'm blown away how he's like linked all this together. And I just want to be like, I well, don't know. There were I times, wanna... there were times like, especially, well, and I'm just speaking for me. Yeah, yeah. Right? I yeah. can only speak for me. And as a recurring character, like, uh, which episode just aired? Seven? Seven, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, the, who so I remember shooting seven and I... You know, I hadn't seen the scripts for six and seven, and all of a sudden I'm talking to Lester, and I say something like, you know, heard you in jail or whatever the heck it was. And I'm like looking at him, I'm like, how long has he not been at work? That was my first question. Because <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. You know, what the, what, what, whoa. You know, so that stuff I need to know as a character. But other than that, I just let it, I let it go. You know, it's funny you say that though, <laughs> because I actually uh, I, we we so we have a show rundown we do every week where we we have like play by play stuff that I type up and Sharpie and I comment on, and it uh-huh. literally in quotes it says "heard heard you got arrested," <laughs> and it's just like they treat him so nice, like ah, oh, you know, no big deal. It's... <laughs> I know, I know, but I think the the neat thing about that was heard you got arrested, but then there was the idea like, Oh geez, you know, your brother did this and that. And yeah, but I have to, I have to admit, I know some people who've been arrested 
and for like nothing like major, you know, like exactly what, right. exactly the kind of shit Lester was talking about. And people do, for the most part, just say, uh, oh, damn, you know, shit. Yeah, heard you get, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Not that, because we definitely do not have a crime syndicate. No, <laughs> no, we and, don't. Uh, I have been arrested in downtown Fargo for drinking Budweiser on top of a building. <laughs> oh, that's it's like, like uh, small stuff like that. With the that. Odo? Or where were you at? I was on top of Reuters. <laughs> oh, I like Reuters. Hey, you know what, Tom? Can we, we're going to force you right through this. You ready? Yeah. Okay, here you go. Jeez, Lester. Oh, hey. Oh, jeez. Heard you got arrested. <laughs> ah, well, you know how it is. Had a few too many, slept it off at the station. Don't <laughs> blame you, really, after what you've been through. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Little yeah. real sweet. You're really rocking that stash. Are you still wearing <laughs> that? You you had it when you were here. I'm not going to make you listen to that whole scene. I'm just fucking with you. Uh, <laughs> hey, Tom, listen to your own voice. <laughs> I was, I was, I thought I was pretty compassionate, to tell you the truth. You, you know, I think so. I felt it. Yeah. <laughs> After uh, what you've been through, yeah, yeah. Hey, here's here's a really dumb question, but I have to admit, I thought about it. You that scene where Lester's in the bathroom and you're talking yeah. from uh, you outside heard that? was that w- when he was you know he's like oh yeah and because you guys are like we're going to Arby's yeah uh, yeah I don't know if you can hear that yeah were you guys really there recording that or was that like ADR kind of shit that's ADR yeah I kind of always want to know some things are still real <laughs> nah, <laughs> I'm like what you mean that's CG <laughs> yeah yeah and it was fun as all get out too to do that ADR because I think it was uh, I was doing a lot of all right. Who's up for some Arby's? I'm ready for some roast. I said, I'm like, I'm down for some roast beef. Oh, yeah. Because they just let you go off. They just let you ramble. So I'm like, all right, I'm down for some roast beef. Who's going? All right, you're going. All right, let's do it. And then I think uh, Susan Park, who plays Linda Park, said, what about Lester? And I said, where is he? She's in the bathroom. I said something like, ah, we'll get him a salad. He'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah, I want, I just, I'm just, I'm really, we've, we've talked about it before and I still can't figure out the credit where credit is due. I believe it's for a guy who writes for AV Club. We've been talking so much about Noah Hawley and just like this clockwork universe thing that also kind of took place in Breaking Bad where it's like there's all these gears and they slowly yeah. are motioned into place yeah. and they line up and they start turning all the wheels. Noah Hawley's. And holy crazy. shit. It's it's going, and I just I really I have so many questions that I I hope he can tie up so many loose ends, or you're gonna have to get me his number because I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna fucking sleep. Sure, we, no we, problem. We, we, that, yeah. we, we actually that's the thing is we're we're trying to figure out how to see if we we would love to get like Noah did a really great interview with uh, Diane Miller who writes for the High Plains Reader here in Fargo, which is like the small. Oh, he did. Yeah, oh, he that's did. right. I think I read that. I read that. I was that was that was. Uh... I believe that came out when I was in Fargo. Yeah, it was. It was exactly when you yeah, were Yeah, I read that. Yeah. And Diane's, Diane was on our uh, like our fourth episode, I think, or third, and after episode three, and she said he was just nothing but gracious, super nice, and all no. I keep thinking is like, God, I got to get that guy on the phone because we want to have him on like after episode 10 airs so that we yeah. can like just be like, please. Just you tell and me the rest the, of the world. Tell me the secret sauce no, behind this. <laughs> Oh, I feel like this. You know what? I feel like we're gonna. I feel like I want to turn this into like one extra episode. Our sponsors are gonna be so big. No extra. crap. Do you have sponsors? Yeah. And I want to be like, hey, we're gonna throw another show at you, just an extra one. We're gonna call this the <laughs> the Tom Musgrave Midwest Extravaganza Rundown. Tom, Tom Rants. 
with Bill. We Lisa. actually have uh, Fargo Brewing Company's Wood Chipper as a sponsor. Oh my god, we haven't even started talking about sponsors, and we still have to record the whole other show. This is gonna be. I love yeah. this. this I have a. I have a T-shirt. I'm trying to think. It's in the laundry right now. Uh, my buddy uh, Mike Wild, uh, Wild and Associates, um, architectural firm there in Fargo. They did some bar. It wasn't wood chipper though, was it? That's not a bar. That's a brewery. A bar brewery or a. a uh, it's Fargo is the brewing company. Fargo Brewing Company. That and is. That's the T-shirt I have. That's the T-shirt I have. Yeah, that's our sponsor. Oh, Fargo Brewing yeah. is one of our sponsors, and they're fantastic. They really help make our show happen, and 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 they'll we do a thing for them. And they yeah, because they have they have a wood chipper, they have a wood chipper, wood chipper pale ale, India pale ale. Oh yes, um, when I was at the Hodo, uh, they put me up at the Hodo, uh, the Fargo people, whatever. And uh, yeah, no, I was drinking the wood chipper. It's a fantastic it's place, nice. isn't it? What room did you get? Dare I ask? I was in the big dog. You were. Nice work, Tom. Way to make it happen. It was amazing, and uh, some of the best breakfasts I've had in my life. The best toad in the hole I've ever had. If you ever come back, if you ever come back, uh, I would recommend you ask for room 17. Really? Yeah. It's, uh, I think it's Richard Bresnahan's room. Uh, he's, okay. the, he's the guy who does all the, the, the pottery and ceramics from St. John's University. Okay. And the bathtub in that room fills from the ceiling. But it's, yeah, it's an infinity tub inside your room, right at the foot of your bed that fills from the ceiling. That's very cool. Tom, who shaves the barber? Uh, it's always the barber. I know, right? I know. It's like, a, it's, you know, it's a, you know, snake eating the snake. Oh, boy. Well, Tom, this has been... Like super awesome! I really, we totally appreciate you. I think we're gonna have to spin this off into its own show um, because we actually got a lot of time with you, and it was fantastic. So really, from like the bottom of my heart, thank you for being on the show. Well, thank um, you guys. I, I appreciate you guys, and sorry about the non-video, but um, no, no, no. Up, we just, I'm looking great. And, we've been um, imagining you without helpful. pants since you brought it up. All right. <laughs> Hey, is there anything? Is there anything coming up you want to tell us about? Are you doing anything? You got a, anything yeah. working in a theater? Or are you working on a new show that you can talk about? Or is it everything uh, right under, now, under wraps? Right now, no, no. We're we're just kind of flying under the radar. Everything's kind of bubbling, and we're leaving it be at that. All right, but I will definitely let you know. Yeah, keep us in mind when you got a new project, and okay, and we'll base our entire podcast around it. Yes, <laughs> good. Why not? I can see it now. Uh, it's called Eating Almonds. With Beaumont. I'm doing, I'm doing a one-man <laughs> show in the corner of, of Hollywood and Vine. Now I'm going to be naked and probably arrested. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tom. Thank you so much, though. We really appreciate it, and uh, we hope you do well, and uh, best of luck Thank to you. Thank you, guys. Say hi to Thank Julie you. for me, please. All right. I will. We will. All right. Take care. Bye-bye.